The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from all, or from all, like, I'm sitting here throwing back, uh, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us while we take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. Hey. Next, he is our our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Hey. Hey. <laughs> next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of fantastic form, our nigh invulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? Hey. <laughs> and uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all about uh, Spider-Man, uh, the, the, the end of the Spider-Verse arc. So we'll be talking about that. We're going to be talking to you all about the new Nick Cage movie, Renfield, and we're going to be talking to you all about the season finale of The Mandalorian. So we got all that going on, uh, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, uh, and we'll tell you how it is you can let us know what that is in just a few moments. But before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this show would not have happened. So thank you, Scott Rubin, uh, and we want to Go ahead and, uh, well, I guess this is, yeah, this is the moment where we should tell you, where, where we can have our lovely intern tell you how you get down Fantastic Forum. You want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. Appreciate all your hard work. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead and hit us up. You can uh, go to fantasticforum.live and uh, join the show there, or you can go ahead and jump into chat on either YouTube or on Twitch, and uh, we will take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show. So, you know, just let us know. Just let us know. Um, yeah, fellas, everybody doing all right? You all feeling good? Feeling okay. Feeling okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I, we got we got a lot to get to, <laughs> and I know we we started late, so I guess I guess we'll just get into it. I you know, I I love the banter, I do, but I know well, how, like, how much, uh, huh? You, oh, you, still didn't get, you, you didn't get to talk about Mario Brothers. Oh, like, that is true. If you wanted I to still, banter, like that, could, we can have banter there. That that's true. That's true. What what I will say is this. What I will say is this. Um, 
I, I like you. I unfortunately I didn't get to wa- uh, watch last week's show yet, so I don't know what you all thought of of Dungeons and Dragons and of the Super Mario Brother movie, or our review but, but, of those. Uh, or your review of what? Of those. Uh, of those. Yeah, of of our review of the movies, like you know, usually. You know, when you don't get to be part of the conversation, you review our uh, our reviews, right? Like that's oh, oh, got you, got you, right, right, right. Wait, no, look, I, man, I, I don't listen. I didn't know what you're talking. You said of those. I was like, of those, yeah. what? those movies those I just movies. mentioned. I'm like, I just mentioned I those, those like, Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't know you were talking about the reviews of the movies as specifically. <laughs> like anyway, uh. I will say, man, like uh, Dungeons and Dragons was like a, a much better movie than I anticipated it being, and I thought it was going to be good already. Like it seemed like it was going to be a fun time, but I was like, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and man, the Super Mario Brothers movie, I enjoyed. Like I, I, I had a smile on my face the whole time, man. <laughs> Like I really did. It, uh, there was one one moment where it probably had a s- smaller smile because of uh, after they come out the opening with the commercial, and they go into the voices, and I was like, "Oh, we could have used those other voices." <laughs> but, but other than that, other than that, I was like, "No, this is cool." Like it, you know, it, it it took me a moment to just be like, "Oh, we're not doing that," and they're 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 like. You know, they didn't like take a jab at it or anything. They just kind of, you know, acknowledge like, oh, you know, it's not was that too over the top or you know, and like okay, like like how they do, you know, like when they it's that same thing when they show you the the Volkswagen in in Transformers and you're like, oh, wow, you know, make it seem like nobody would want to do that, or when they show you Wolverine's real costume and they're like yeah. <laughs> in X Men back in the day and they're like, oh, you know. <laughs> You know, or or not show you the costume, but talk of mention, you know, yellow spandex or whatever. Like, oh, nobody wants yeah, to see that. They do actually show the costume at one point. Yeah, yeah they do too. Yeah, but I, I just more so talk about like the, it was too little, too late. Yeah, but you know, they don't watch from a call it like whenever they make those references. You know me; I'm usually the one that's like, actually, I, I, that's exactly what I wanted. Like, if we could do that, <laughs> but it was good, man. I I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I, I understand. Why it made all the money. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to actually watching the show and seeing what you all thought of it. No, you're not. I I am. It's like, listen, huh? I ain't got a lot of y'all. Y'all are my friends. I tell y'all terrible, like horrible, hard truths. I'd be like, hey man, y'all might need to just quit this podcast thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like enough already, enough. No. <laughs> you sound like my mom. There, <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm going solo, boys. I'm going solo. <laughs> yeah. So no, nah, but actually, I'm, I'm definitely like looking forward to. Why can't you be a doctor? I'm like, cause I'm a moron, mom. <laughs> <laughs> why can't, why can't you be a doctor? There it is. There it is. If only you had the same passion for organs as you did for comics. Or a big been... pharma. You know, it depends on the organ. Yeah. 
Like, I got passion for my own. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> Look, me, me being me, I was like, like, which organ is he talking? Like, the pancreas? Or, like, the... <laughs> I was like, what is he? Which one is he? Like, <laughs> you weren't like, thinking the brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, which organ exactly? Like, the gallbladder? It's the, definitely the gallbladder. No. <laughs> anyway. He loves, he, All loves, right. he loves his epiglottis. <laughs> <laughs> See? There it is. Like, you might be a doctor yet, Mo. <laughs> I'm a butcher. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So anyway, let's uh let's get into some of these reviews, man. Let's let's start with Spider Man. Uh, uh yeah, let's get some review music. Comic book review comic book like review. <laughs> well not not like that, but like all right so spider-man adjectiveless spider-man uh dan slot mark bagley back together again doing their thing and this uh initial arc is end of the spider-verse so uh who who wants to start who who wants to give us a a good summary of what this story arc is about uh i can do it um make it happen mo do the magic this story is uh it, it's pretty much it, it's Dan slot returning to spider-man without a contract and uh <laughs> <laughs> like doing a, a story, I guess I uh, built up from uh, what is it, Sp- Spider Geddon and all that stuff. And you know, he's doing this thing, he's got one last final Spider Verse story in him, and he's having a good time with it. And Mark Bagley draws it, and or as Larry likes to say, Bagley. I don't like saying Bagley, that. that's yeah. His mama named him Bagley. I'm gonna call him Bagley. No, I'm trying. I, I, I thought it was Bagley, but I don't know. But no, it, I, don't, I don't know. It's weird because even like I used to, you know, there was a street where I used to live in Culver City, and it, I called it Bagley all the time. Like that's just, but everybody calls it Bagley, and I'm like, the fuck, how the fuck does that mean Bagley to you? But I guess I'm the <laughs> wrong. I'm the crazy one. But um. <laughs> But yeah, the, the story basically reunites all the spider people. Some have been turned bad because of the spider wasps Shathra uh, uh, influence and hive mind. To, she wants to take over the loom world. And you know, you have a corrupted version of the ghost spider and Spider-Man Noir and Spider-Ham. Like, all the, everybody you liked in the last few uh, Spider-Geddons and Spider-Versus things, like, they're bad people now. And then you get a bunch of other ones, and uh, the story plays out the way, like, not the way you would think it would, but it, it basically uh, ends up spotlighting Silk a lot, you know. And it, it actually takes a pretty cool turn in that, but um, but yeah, we'll see where it goes from here. We got like we're doing issue one through seven, right? Everybody read that? 
I did. I did. Yeah, me too. So, uh, and of course, Oz did. Oz read them twice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and that, that, that's the weird thing about this story, too. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, I mean, we'll get to it. I'm not going to sully the preamble with my opinion just yet, but definitely it, it kind of leaves something to be desired. Okay. Okay. So, um, Jay, how about you give us some initial impressions, man? What what do you think of this story? Um, it reminded me of like reading Anne McCaffrey, where the first third just fucking drags. Um, <laughs> just really, really drags, and then it just picks up and gets inexplicably good. Um, and so that's what I went through. Uh, just had to force myself through those first three issues. And I was rewarded for my patience. <laughs> so, so you felt it started really slow, but once things got started, it just took I off. I can't say slow, just uninterestingly. Like, there's a lot happening. <laughs> it just wasn't very interesting to me. The first okay. two issues could have been boiled down to one issue, probably. Are you sure it's just the first three? Wasn't issue like five, like technically like a side story? Yes. Oh, there was a side story in five. Yeah. But I, I feel like once I got to four, like I started becoming invested in what was happening. Mm. Okay. And, and even that, that what, what story kind of like fits the overall theme towards the end. Say again? Like the that that side story kind of like pays off at the end. So mm -hmm. that should have been issue one. Nah, it can't be issue one because of how they decided to tell the story. I mean it could have been two. Yeah, actually issue two would have been would have made more sense. Yeah. It could have been like issue two literally starts in the earth that you don't know what it is with people you don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like it could have been issue two. Like the whole thing, could, these seven issues could have been boiled down to four. Mm, I can see that. Uh, as so, you you sounded like you're a little less enthused on the whole thing. How uh, well, how you what would you, your thoughts on the story? You guys got me excited because I I heard end of the Spider Verse. I was like, oh, finally! And uh, I figured they would go out with a bang, and and no, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it like did all the stuff that I didn't like about Spider Verse. Like what? Like, like the safe zone or their safe space, mm -hmm. or whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. Like that whole concept was stupid. I, I get trying okay. to be meta, but. At this point, it feels like everybody's doing it. Um, it's just this whole. Maybe I'm just yeah. tired of multiverses. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just, it's too much. And then the that side story could have been a lot shorter. I didn't, I did not expect that to be a whole fucking book. Like I thought that <laughs> was going to be like, like the first book. You kind of get a similar thing, and it's like what four pages maybe at the most 
Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that's all it was gonna be, and and no, it just kept going and going. Like I already knew from the book before. I already had an idea what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I already I already did all that math. And... Sorry, I'm still recovering from the plague. Um, I I already figured out. Okay, so when this happened, then it it actually happened like this. Mm-hmm. And then I get a whole book telling me that that's what happened. I'm like, I already know this is what happened. I don't need, I I don't need a whole book of this. Give me three or four right. pages and let's get back to the story that you're trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm picking up a Spider-Man book and it's actually a Silk book. Yeah. Wait, so so you also felt Silk was too centered. I feel like it should have been more. Peter Parker centered, and that's how it's, it who, felt. Who like also it thought it was too censored, too centered on Silk? Oh, I thought you did. No, I mean it is, but I didn't. I didn't. I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay. Oh, got you. So, so you do feel like it was centered on Silk, but you're not yeah. complaining about it. Got no. it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And so, but it, you know, it, it's interesting because. You know, obviously there is a point in the book, or in the not the book, but in the uh, in the arc, where yeah, Silk definitely becomes more of the center. Um, but like that happens for for story reasons, right? So it's like I don't know. Like it, for me, it didn't it didn't seem out of place or no or. Um, you know, or or even honestly, like there wasn't enough, like Spider Man in it, like Peter Parker or Spider Man, because you know you get a fair amount. I mean, even like the the issue that we were talking about is like Peter Parker centered, basically, <laughs> right? The the um, issue that every, you know everybody, well, not everybody, but that you all were mentioning, maybe didn't have to be as long as it did. Is basically an entire issue about Peter Parker and his life, like outside of the Spider-Man costume. So, you know, like while I definitely understand where you're coming from, because it's not a role that we usually see her in, like kind of playing point in that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. It did. It didn't rub me the wrong way. How long? As Miles Morales had that atrocious costume. Ugh. It's been a minute. But he didn't have it in Dark Web. N- no. he Well, actually, didn't he? No, he just had his regular outfit. Oh. So it, it feels like longer than it is. Um, I remember seeing the press release for it, and I thought it was bad. And it, it looked, this is the first book I actually read with that costume in it. Yeah. It, it, I don't like it. Like, I, I I feel like he's been wearing that in his book for a, a little bit. So I could be wrong about that, but I've seen it before, but this is this is actually the first book where I've actually read or the first book I've read with him in that costume as well. And yeah, I agree. It's the worst. Like I don't even understand how somebody could like I, I get like somebody trying to make him have his own kind of style, but it's a bad look. Like that's not the the way to go. It's not the route to but go. And and this a movie did that already. <laughs> you yeah, know, the like movie costume was pretty good. 
Yeah. Even with the hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the, I know Larry but the movie costume. Him. No, I mean, I, like, I, I just say the, the the movie costume is kind of makeshift, right? Like, it's not. Like, no, it's really the, the spider suit that he just spray painted it because that's that's how he expresses art. Right. He got that from uh, what the what do they call her? She wasn't the caretaker. She was an Aunt May, but she was like a soup. Uh, whatever. It was a legit suit. Right. Right. I was probably mixing but, her up with that with that spider ma'am <laughs> that was taking care of the babies. Right. But I don't know, man. It's like if there's any if if there's any indication that there's too many spider people, like the costuming options kind of show it, right? Where it's just like, okay, like people people mm-hmm. don't know what to do with the rest of these six one six people. Like even like Aranya's costume now. I was like, what is Aranya? Like, and don't get me wrong, it's much better than Miles Morales' costume, but it's still like a lot going on where I'm just like, why is she? It's good until Looks Mark like... Bailey draws it. Uh, <laughs> that's rough. Look, so, since you brought it up, uh, t- tell people how you felt about the art, though. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like. I I know. Like I told you earlier, that it's utter shit, and then it, it's clearly not. But I, I expect better from from uh, Bagley, man. Like, Here's this is Aranya's costume right here, and then like that face looks weird right here. I don't know if it's the colorist that fucked it up, or I I don't know. There's some a lot of inconsistencies with the art here, and it just keeps happening. Like you know, it's like okay, like he drew Spider-Man cool here, but then in that same panel, this looks like that. So I, I you know it could be like same like here, like. Her, she, I don't like her face there, but then this looks like dynamic and cool, you know. And then this looks cool right here, mm-hmm. you know. So, oh man, I, I don't. Maybe he was wrong, you know. He did have to draw a bunch of spider people, <laughs> you know. Like he's on some George Perez levels. Uh, right. Forgive the blurriness, but but you know he did have to draw a bunch of them. So I get maybe like burnout or something, but like this. <laughs> Looks hideous, you know, and that, that I'm like, that's not like was bugging me the whole. I time. don't want like when people talk about Mark Bagley's art, like especially like I have a dude that keeps trying to get some of his stuff graded because he thinks he's gonna make money off of it, and I'm like, you know what, mm-hmm. like because oh, Mark Bagley's my favorite Spider-Man artist, and I'm like, hold on, <laughs> I'm like, uh. I'm like, fuck you! Because really, like, this is like Mark Bagley's working art. Like, this is what he's putting out. No, like, you can't say he's your favorite and you're just reading as fucking comics. You know what I mean? Like, you're just reading what? And, and you're just reading old ass comics from the 90s. Oh, you know? oh. So it's like, you need to know what he's been drawing now. And, you know, um, like, even here, like, he drew a bunch of people, but, like, this Silk sucks. That Craven sucks. That uh, Julia Carpenter sucks. That, like, no-name Spider-Woman here is actually pretty good. 
This one's like some weird anime one that somehow is pretty good, but nobody, we don't know who the fuck she is, you know? <laughs> and then this Miles Morales, like, it's, th- that's just his costume. It just looks terrible. Like, why does he have two masks? Like, know. you know? Um, so I, overall, like, the art, I wasn't, like, and then this Spider-Boy, like, uh, oh, yeah, that's the big thing, everybody. Like, I don't like this costume. I don't like this pose. I don't know what the fuck he is. <laughs> it, there's really like he he's going the way of Alpha. Is, like, is that a new character? It's a new character. Yeah. Like he hyped no, it up. They, all you, along. they brought him forgot. out. <laughs> they brought him out like like yeah like like he belie all. Oh, like well, we're gonna bring back all the people that were lost in this thing, and then he, he hits him. I'm like, what the hell is this? He's like it's he's like, like Sentry. It's right. like the zero. I was just the it's like the zero hour of uh of the of Marvel Spider Verse. <laughs> like, you get this whole new post crisis shit. Now he's a six one sixer. Yeah. Huh? Like supposedly he was always a six one sixer. And then he's like, "You don't know me." And then he goes, "Boom, boom, boom!" Just jumps from place to place and leaves. Like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and I'm like. Oh. I mean, you know, I try to buy the issue because I've been buying these issues and I've been reading it and it's like, I haven't been enjoying it as much as I would like and part of it is the art. Um, I feel the art actually degrades the story. <laughs> like, if it would have been like Humberto Ramos art, it, it would have got, like, it literally drops everything from like a five to a two, yeah? <laughs> For me. But um, but but you know they hyped up this new character like oh be sure to buy this, it's going to be the first appearance. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with him. Maybe he's going to show up in the next movie or something. But um, oh my god, but that because even like <coughs> like one of these spider people like looks like the one from the movie, so I'm like maybe that's her. But it, I guess it's the Jessica Drew in. In Into the Spider Verse is the black one, and she's pregnant. So <clears throat> I guess, but I thought it was this Spider UK. Like they look oh, the same. All, the, all the black people look alike, huh, Mo? All the black spider people look alike to me. Whether they're it's male like, or listen, it's like, yeah. look, she clearly, she clearly sounds completely different, Mo. <laughs> I, I don't know what she sounds like. I, I only watched that trailer on mute. No. Yeah. yeah, how how did uh, how did you feel about the RJ? Um, for the most part, it was fine. Um, so you really loved it. <laughs> you know, and this is gonna sound really lame and pathetic, but. With all the hot spider chicks there, I was hoping we would get more sexy poses from them. <laughs> and, in the uh, true, in the true Bagley um, tradition. Hmm. In the true Bagley tradition. <laughs> Bagley. Yeah. Bag- Bagley. <laughs> I mean, look at, and I know when you said not to look at his '90s stuff, but no, no, you can look at it. Like that, she was always was, in a hot position. Yeah. Who was? Like, she was just standing. 
Who? Silhouette. Oh. From from uh, New Warriors. Yeah. And okay. she thought with Sun Spider, but it turns out that's a different girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was, it might be a silhouette, like a silhouette uh spider person as well. <laughs> Only because her face is covered up. So I was just like Well for but. me it was the you know the crutches. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, apparently that's somebody's spider sona. Spider what? What's that mean? Someone's people fan create, Yeah, people create fan characters for Spider-Man. Uh, they're called spider sonas. It's a big trend on Instagram. And Marvel reached out and like, well, Marvel actually told people to do it. And then they reached out and like grabbed some of the ones they liked. Spider sonas. That's a, a trend on. Yeah, Instagram? you can just search the hashtag and just watch all them all day. Like they do it. At, they'll, they'll be artists that create their own version, and then there's cosplayers that create their own version. Well, and sonas you in need. general, sonas in general are a thing. Yeah. So. Oh. First time hearing about it. No, like I told you about it before. In the art community and the fan character community, like, yeah, that's just the norm. I know you don't really look at much uh, independent art, um, so you're not familiar with stuff like that. But if you would broaden your horizons, you would see all the sun is out there. If if you're not working for a major corporation, I don't need to see your art. That's just how I feel about it. I'm going to stick with that. If you were good, you'd be working for Marvel. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I, like, I obviously look at a fair amount of independent art, but I, did, I, I didn't remember the Sonas thing. So, I, wonder I guess that's a, a rabbit hole to fall down tomorrow. I wonder oh, if this Spider of... Boy is Jessica is a Jessica Drew's kid. Wait, what? what? Say that again. I wonder if the Spider Boy is Jessica Drew's kid. Oh, could be. Like, like he got aged up. Yeah. yeah, that would actually be a bad idea, but that so that, that probably, feels that feels happen. very likely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, that feels like a bad idea, but that's probably who it is. <laughs> like, uh, because they made yeah. a point to mention her kid when mm -hmm. she was doing her thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. probably. Yeah. I miss Nick Spencer. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, Oz, did you have issue, or did you take any issue with the art? How'd you feel about it? It felt like I was back in the nineties. Okay. No, Especially but he was good in the nineties. Mm -hmm. Let's <laughs> see, see the the Peter Parker issue. Like he drew Peter Parker that classic, actually classic, like seventies, sixties, with the with the two little. Things in his hair. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was it was fine. It wasn't it, it bugged me when they were in their safe space. That art bugged me. <laughs> Cause it just like it, they're really hammering home what they're doing at that point. And it's like I, I, I get it. I get it. Okay, Peter Palmer. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> Wait now. Let me that. just ask. You you hated that what? I hated that space. Now, it, it, I you know, forgive me because you all know how my memory is. Uh, weren't they only in the safe space like twice? They were in there for almost a full issue. I mean, okay, a, like three issues for sure. Like, like they were in there for three issues. Yeah, they showed the world. What was it at the end of issue one, or mm-hmm. maybe issue two, and then they didn't show you what the world was till like issue three. Like, didn't say like, "Oh, is this six on six beta?" Like, all the forgotten mm-hmm. ideas, you know? Yeah. And that, yeah. I mean, that, I like that idea, but it, it wasn't executed well. Like, it, it didn't yeah. have anything yeah. like. It could have just been a world that was cut off from the loom because they they cut the one spider totem from that place, you know? Like, mm-hmm. It would have been easier, made more sense. You know? Yeah, it could, yeah, no, that's it could have been, you know, especially now that we know what one uh, unraveling does. Like, yeah, it could have yeah. just been that. A world with a spider person yeah. in this area, so you can't see. And that would have made a lot more sense. And oh, we're hiding in this church that has no name because they haven't used it in a story at this point right <laughs> it it's interesting because and you know i think this goes back to what you were saying mo in regards to the execution where it's like you know you had the 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 616 beta uh uh universe and everything was like kind of newsprinty you know yeah. so to give it like that old timey kind of feel and it's like it's interesting because, you know, that's a concept that we saw used uh, relatively recently in a in crossover, and yeah. the way that that's done in that book is definitely a superior version of that idea. And you know, it's not strictly an art thing; it's just more so the way that yeah it kind of comes across and how it in, in juxtaposes they, with they interact with the world, right? Like they they yeah. go to yeah. you know. so they did that like, control too, yeah. I remember Mister Negative was hiding in the space between comic panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, but I, I don't fault Dan Slot for doing it this way, but it, it's just this is not no, because you came up with an, an idea that made sense. And would have been would have made the story a little bit better, and yeah. you're not a Dan Slot, so yeah. if you can come up. It's it's like I always say, if I can come up with a better way to execute, yeah, this thing that you try to do, then you fucked up because you're spo- you're the professional. I can't write but shit. He's also like tied down because they did Spider get in without him, and that ruined a lot of shit because <laughs> he's doing this based on what they did there. And they did funky shit with these inheritors and this uh, spider. So, you know, in Dan Slot trend, like he tries to fix stuff that they did subparly. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. I can say subparly, but um, 
but th this one's just a hard fix and it it's just not like I mean even with like Spider Geddon, I was like, I don't need another Spider Verse. Like we got the Spider Verse event that was great. And then we had the movie that kind of tapped into that without doing it as great, but it's great in his own right. Like we don't need anything else, mm -hmm. really. You know, like we don't. <laughs> now the, I mean, the next movie is going right back to it. Yeah, and that one's doing the weird Council of Spiders. So that's like, I mean, I liked it in that one Jonathan Hickman short, but. <laughs> That's about it. Like even he, that was phoned in from him because, you know, he had already done it in Fantastic Four. Um, so, would you all say that? Well, I guess actually the question I have, Mo, and maybe you can answer this is, um, the the big bad in this arc is it Shastra? How do you say it, Shastra? Shatra. Shatra. Is that a character that existed before this storyline? She might have, but I, I, you know, either it's either a Spencerism or a, or a Serzinskyism. It's not something mm. that I. Heard, but she, she does mention that Peter Parker's the only one that's defeated her at one point. Yeah, I so think that that's, she's in another story somewhere. I, I think she was like in like, what is it like? Because uh, it was Amazing Spider-Man 29 where Sorzinski took over. So it's like in those like 35, 36 where she kind of comes out. Because I remember the Wasp thing. She might have come out before the Inheritors mm -hmm. in, okay. in that run too. Like, yeah, like 36 or something. Yeah. it's It's interesting because it's just like like I feel like that character is a big part of maybe like how like if we had a different person at the center of all of this, the story might have felt different because I know like for whatever reason like that character didn't didn't really resonate with me in in the same way as like like it definitely didn't reach the level that like the inheritors did. Um, but She's it's a, just, it's just, Agamotto's her half brother. And she's oh. related to Anshu. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not getting any of those vibes at all. Like, I know that there's a point where she says she's a god in the story, maybe once or twice. But, you know, I yeah, definitely wasn't all, getting All villains feel that way. Right, but 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 I sure wasn't getting that vibe from her, you know. It was just kind of like, ah, you know, I don't know. The it, the the character feels almost like it's a placeholder character, and it's like okay, like the real design for the like the real design for the villain will be coming soon, <laughs> you know, because it's just like yeah, just and I guess it. If it's a character that was created beforehand, it's, it's hard to be like, oh, the character feels uninspired because the character is what the character is. But at the same time, you know, as a writer, you can bring or breathe new life into characters, right? Like, like look what they did with, like, say, Mr. Sinister. 
you know, yeah. Mr. Sinister for a while was like kind of just your like, you know, as generic a villain as a villain could be. And then somebody got a hold of Sinister and made him interesting. And now he's like sassy. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. So it's that kind of it's that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. <sighs> um also too, I saw that, you know, like Dancelot did bring Kane back in this in yeah. this story. Which I don't know where Kane went. I'm sure Kane's been dead and come back a couple times since the last time I saw him. But it's one of those things where I kind of feel like based on like the chatter I saw on the net and in regards to the stories and all that kind of stuff, like people seem to be like digging that, like, like, which is, which is funny to me because you would think that, you know, especially in light of what has happened recently with like Ben Riley, that people might be wary of Kane coming back, but I don't know. I guess people are like, yay. Like some, you know, some, some people's favorite Spider-Man is Kane. Right. <laughs> so, which yeah. is wild, but okay. I mean, he's the reason I stopped watching uh, the Flash because because Savin- Savitar was just Kane. Like it's like Kane came back from the future to kill Mary Jane so that she wouldn't have Spider Man's kid, and that's mm-hmm. what Savitar came to do to Iris West. Mm. And it was a clone of Barry Allen. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I read Web of Death. I don't need to, <laughs> need to watch this no more. And I haven't watched The Flash since. There it is. Kane, yeah, Kane saving much. lives. What? What? You say you're not missing much? Nah. <laughs> so. It's more run. Yeah. Um, half, half of the last season isn't even about The Flash. It's like about all the other characters around him. Hmm. But that that's a, 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 a what you would call it? That guy is um who the Berlanti, yeah, that's how it ends up. Everybody, I feel like it was a lot more about the Flash originally. It was, but all his shows turned about the people around the hero. Well, keep, keeping in mind, if you mess around and you're doing a show and it's like you're ten seasons in. If you do seven seasons about the same person or eight seasons about the same person, at some point you might be like, no, oh, I don't know like if I got as many ideas. He stops it at three. Huh? He stops it at three. That's when he's working on the next one. Yeah. He just puts that on the The three are of the hero, and then on the fourth and fifth, they start focusing on other people. Everybody else starts getting powers and shit. And they all sit around in the office. That's why I'm happy like Titans is ending at like what season four and Doom Patrol ended at with, with three. So I still haven't yeah. seen season three of Titans. Yeah. I don't I don't like that thing, Drake. You're it's fucking up. Bad. So anything else for Spider Verse? Um Larry, did you think the art was shit? I, you know, I didn't think it was, it was terrible, but it's definitely not his best work. Um, but I don't know. Like, I honestly kind of felt like his style may have just aged with time, you know, 
And, you know, I have to go back and look at, at like, his ultimate books. But, yeah. you know, I just, I it's like one of those things where, in my mind, it's like, like, they made a whole video game based on his art style. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, I don't, it, I, and I'm looking at this book, and I'm like, I don't, it doesn't feel to me like necessarily that this book is drawn in a significantly um, worse way. But like I said, I'm going to go back and take a look and, you know, put it side by side so I can kind of just be like, okay, yeah, like I can see how it, one is better and one is worse. But yeah, like I, I the art, the art, Definitely isn't a high point of the book. And um, unfortunately, you know, I, honestly, I wasn't like super sold on the story either. Like the, con conceptually, I liked it. I liked all the ideas. It's just the way, like you said, like the execution of it. It's just like, you know, there's there was points where even the dialogue felt a little forced, which I'm not used to from Dan Slott, especially when they talk about Spider-Man. And, um, you know, there are just other points where, like, like I, I don't, I don't feel like the story really dragged. I just felt like it was kind of anticlimactic, where, you know, what we, what we ended up, like, b between the villain not seeming, especially, um, especially like fearsome. Because, you know, it's like, I mean, the villain only, she, she only comes out to do her thing, like, towards the later part of the arc anyway, right? Like, other other than that, she's using her agents, which are basically all spider people as well. So, it's just kind of like, okay, well, like, the spider people are the real threat, <laughs> it feels like. And it's not even like them themselves, it's just more kind of like, okay, you got to watch out for, you know, getting bit by a wasp and you got to watch out for this dagger and that's about it, you know? Even the way they were, like, they weren't even, like, corrupt version of themselves. Like, it didn't even make... Like, mm -hmm. I can understand being the hive bind part, but mm -hmm. they weren't drones. So it's like, if she mm -hmm. infects you and you become a drone, like, you shouldn't have your personality. Like, it, and then they still did. Like, it, it was like it, they were weirdly corrupt version of themselves that just didn't feel right. Like it just wasn't yeah. done right, you know. Yeah, and then you know by the time you get to the end, it's like they they kind of do you know a little bit of like the video game villain final boss kind of thing, and then after that we just get like all the, well, not all these, but you get people back, like spider people back, which, you know, I mean, I guess it's like if I was reading Spider-Man more religiously, maybe that would have been a bigger impact for me. And then, of course, the whole, like you said, the Spider-Boy thing was just kind of like, so? <laughs> and and it just, that's really, that, like, I don't ever want to say that at the end of an, of an event or at the end of a particular arc where I'm just like, oh, so? You know, like I want to come out of that joint feeling like, man, like I can't, I can't believe we made it through that. <laughs> you know, like that's that's what I want to feel like when I finish reading 
uh, a good comic adventure. And yeah, unfortunately, this didn't do that for me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, All right. was this dark web for you? I mean, Dark Web is a worse comic, but I'm probably more let down by this because, like, like Dark Dark Web, like there was like there's no there was nothing there was no expectations from Dark Web, especially like considering like e even reading the premise, I was like, oh, that's a that's a terrible idea, you know? Like, it's a, like if if it sounds like a bad idea. And I go in, and it turns out that it's a garbage fire. Then it's just like, okay, well, yeah, you know, that makes sense. Jesus but he'll <laughs> be back. But um, you know, Dan Slott coming back to Spider-Man books—that by itself is worth talking about, in my opinion. And you know, it's like it for a little bit. It kind of did what what. I, I was hoping it would do, but then as it develops, it's just like, you know, okay, this is, you know, it's, it's mediocre is the word for it. Like it's mediocre. And that's, that's like, it's hard to accept that. Or it's hard even just to say, cause it's mm -hmm. like, it's Dan Slott and, and Mark Bagley. Like, you know, like those guys writing Spider-Man shouldn't be mediocre. Those, those, those guys writing Spider-Man should be good spider a good spider-man book and you know it's it's all right <laughs> it's all right and so i guess like from a story perspective and all that kind of stuff it's like i would definitely say dark web is worse but from you know but i was more let down i guess probably by by the spider-man art yeah okay do you all have anything else y'all want to say before we rate it? Nah. Could use more Aranya. <laughs> more more cowbell, Jay? More cowbell? <laughs> Is Aranya your favorite spider person, Jay? Um, She's up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Look, Oz, do you have a favorite spider person? Superior. Oh, yeah. Yeah, damn. We didn't even really get superior uh, in this thing. Like, yeah, like I saw, I, Wait, wait. What? What did you say, uh, Oz? He's he's like dead or whatever. Like he's Peter. No. Yeah. He's and, not. And he's what? not a Spider Verse tale. He was a main six one six universe. Uh, he technically was the chosen one for a while. <laughs> Uh, Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> what What about you, uh, Jay? What, what, what did you just say? I said he got a mention. Uh yeah, yeah, he did get a mention. Yeah. And Mo, you, you're uh, what you call it? More of a, a, yeah, a OG, original OG guy, Peter. right? Yeah. OG and then Peter, Parker. Peter, like, not get bit by the spider and still be like great good for mm -hmm. me like i didn't mind that issue um yeah. uh i i like because that's ultimately like his core like yeah mm -hmm. that, that's just with or without like you know the the movie spider-man had to be like well if you 
can't have if you don't if you need the suit then you don't deserve it you know and then he mm-hmm. had for the whole trilogy until he lost it yeah so mm-hmm. it's like he doesn't know the sense of power responsibility like that and peter does and part of it is a chip on his shoulder and that's that's kind of what i like about it too but um second is silk i love silk oh really yeah so yeah, no, silk, silk is cool and, and gwen spider gwen too like ghost spider like that i really that about this story where like it was just turned bad to begin with like and i guess they needed her out of the way to do the silk story but um because otherwise it'd be her story yeah if she wasn't mm-hmm. corrupted by the spider wasp but yeah and you know she's good in the movie even though it's not the real one but they make mm-hmm. it like it's the real one like even the way she travels between universes like she's used to it but it ain't her she's got ballet shoes yeah. 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 Okay. I also like how they almost made Peter the bad guy. In in this story? Yeah. Like he does the classic villain spiel about making them all pay. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Well, shoot. Let's uh, let's rate it. Let's let's start with you, Oz. What would you rate? Uh, I'm probably just gonna go with a three. It's not something I I would just read. Um, I don't regret reading it, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell people. Ah, oh, pick this up. Yeah. Okay. So three for you. Jay, how about you, buddy? I would give it a three just because of the slow start. Mm-hmm. Um, everything after that I thought was really good and interesting. I liked, I okay. liked the villain. Okay. Yeah. That's it's interesting because I feel like, yeah, you and I are definitely kind of having like the opposite. Like we, we're getting, we're at the same place, but I think we're we're actually having like the opposite kind of thing because I, I personally enjoyed the the beginning of it more than the end, <laughs> and yeah, no, I definitely didn't. I wasn't big on the villain at all, so I don't know. And and you know, and and Aranya is my least favorite Spider Person. Everyone knows <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. Um. Moses Magnum, what would you rate End of the Spider-Verse? It's a three. I I definitely had too many expectations going in, and I feel let down. Even, like, with the whole new character. Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't buy a comic because they had to promote it that way because nobody's buying it to begin with. (laughs) Yeah, so... (laughs) So I, it's it's ridiculous. Like I'm over here been buying these books that I'm not even enjoying, but I like to support the dude, yeah. you know. And I love right. Spider Man, and I'm thinking I'm here getting a, a series I'm gonna enjoy. And then you know, it turns out Unforgiven is it, but it's only Spider Man for one issue because I thought it was a Spider Man event, but they did that same murder war bullshit. So. It's like yeah. X Men Unforgiven is the next one. So, yeah, there's still not a, a real like 
uh, even the Weird Hulk series, like I think, feels better for me than the Spider Man series right now. I'm not enjoying a Spider Man right now, like wow, I have. Wow. And it's like, you know, I, I have money and I'm willing to spend it, but I'm not the demographic, clearly. <laughs> well, listen, I don't know if that's true. If you're not the demographic, I don't know who is. Well, that's uh, like we talked before with uh, the way they're marketing these books. Like, it, it yeah. clearly because you know I don't need all this like new character shit. Like, I know he's just gonna go like Alpha or Silk. Like, yeah. nobody rushing to buy a Silk book. Like, it's a good character when you do a good story, but these characters right. ain't going nowhere. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty much with you all. I think uh, three. It's where it is, and yeah, again, like I don't want it to be a three, but I think that's what it is, and you know, yeah, it's pretty much pretty much the long and the short of it. Um, before we go to our next topic, Mo, you mentioned uh, the Weird Hulk book. Are are you talking about like the current, the current yeah. Incredible Hulk? You did? You, oh, yeah. you start reading some of that. I've read a little bit here and there. I, I love the art and I enjoy it. Jay, don't leave yet. Got to see my horror lighting for Renfield theme. Yeah. Jay, where, where you going, Jay? Don't be trying to sneak out of here, Jay. Hold on. God yeah, damn. I wish you would have seen the movie. You know, when you watch the movie and then watch this segment again, you, you're going to appreciate it. But yeah, it's not great, but it's fun. And you know, it's like, at this point, what? Yeah, I don't like to read comics for fun, but. You know, here we are. <laughs> here we yeah. are. Yeah, this is what they've reduced me to. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying, to, trying to. I'm here trying to like break down the world around me into palatable little pieces through fiction, so that I can cope with reality. But apparently, it's not enough to get you to make good comics. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Read a right up your alley. I'm sorry. Say that again. The next DC event should be right up your alley. Who knows, man? Uh, uh, getting Lovecraftian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Is that Beyond? No. Uh, what's it called? Which Nightmare or something? Oh. Oh, okay. Nightmare with the with a K. This K is silent, man. <laughs> but it is nightmare. I thought we already did Bat Cthulhu. No, we did Aquaman Cthulhu. Aquatulu. No, I mean I thought that's what what you call it was. I thought that's what what was it? The what that came to Gotham? The dude that came to Gotham. Oh, that was, that was No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about uh, Knights of Dark Knights of Steel, or what? Oh, not I Dark Knights of Steel. What's no, not no, no, I'm sorry. No, not Dark Knights of Steel. I'm sorry. Um, what? No. Oz, help me. Yeah, the one right. after Metal. Death Metal. Death That's Metal. Yeah, was it? It's not. No. Xanathros or whatever? Or the, what's the... I didn't read those. So. 
I'm pretty sure that's bad. I'm a fake ass mm-hmm. DC metal fan because I, I have the DC metal <laughs> shirt, but not the. I didn't read them. Oz, do you know what I'm talking about? Or am I the only one that was reading those? No, I read those. I just don't know what you're talking about. You're not explaining it right. Batatros? What is his name? What? Batatros? No. Wait for my <laughs> wait for my cool Renfield yeah, lighting. lighting because I, I, I would. I'm sorry. I'll I'll we'll, I'll come back to that another time. Let, we should we should go into into Redfield that and uh, you know yeah you can you can switch to a chain then you can see most lighting and leave. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, look we we have a. a <laughs> We, we, the, uh, the what? Ah. There we go. It's got <laughs> Worth the wait. <laughs> there it is. That's what they're, they're, they're literally in group therapy and are like Narcissus Anonymous, and this is what the lighting was when they're in Narcissus Anonymous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this looks really cool. Somebody it looks like good. Damn. I'm gonna <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Hey. Watch <laughs> Redfield. You're going to really appreciate this. I'm going to do the rest of the show this way. <laughs> okay. Later, Jay. Later. Uh oh. We lost, we lost Mo's. Uh, friggin' oh, there is his extra light. I was about to say <laughs> the battery fell. But... All right, Renfield. Um, Oz, you saw Renfield, right? Yeah. All right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it, man? What What is this movie about? It's about this guy named Renfield. Who uh he's Dracula's servant. And after hundreds of years of service, he's starting to feel like this is a toxic relationship and he's not having fun anymore. And he's trying to figure out a way to stand up to his boss, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, ensues. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And you know, I, I think the the oh go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh-oh. Um, it's okay. Aquafina is one of those uh people that I'm really getting sick of. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? It's just she's in everything and is annoying. Um the other being Seth Rogan. And he, it's not that he's in everything; is that he's doing everything, yeah, and, and ruining things that I used to like, <laughs> or just making them stupid. Uh but I didn't mind her too much in this because she's way toned down. I agree, one hundred percent. A little bit of of her annoying side, but for the most <laughs> part, she's like the she's like the serious character now. 
So it's, she's not out there trying to be wacky and oh look at me, you know. Yeah. Um, no, she she's she's being serious and like her her story is actually like kind of intense. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and you know, she's caught up with with this Renfield guy who is just nuts. Yeah. All, all yeah, you really no, I, I agree. Is um Nicholas Cage is Dracula and he goes full Nicholas right. Cage. Like he like <laughs> that's how I picture him. Like if I met him in the street, I picture him acting like that and talking to me like that. <laughs> what? Now, you, now you put the makeup on him and it's like, yeah, well, hey, that's Nicholas Cage. Well, especially with those memes, those memes that like show him in like the eighteen hundreds or fourteen hundreds, you know. <laughs> That he's a vampire. That's funny. Yeah, and I like that they go with that like Bella Lugosi classic yeah. Dracula type, you know? Yeah. The one that used to say Fuck you! That's the Bella Lugosi. That's Bella Lugosi. Oh, it is? Yeah. Well, it's it's uh what's his name? Sam? Martin like, Landau. Uh, it's Martin Landau playing Bella Lugosi. Oh, in, 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 in Wood. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. It. it I. I agree with you. I was like, you know, Nick Cage playing this version of Dracula is pretty special, <laughs> and it just—it's amazing how well it fits together because it does seem in some ways over the top, but in other ways it feels like right at home, you know, like I guess it kind of feels that way in the same, at at the same time, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Mo, you got your lighting, right? How'd (laughs) how'd you feel about Renfield? Uh, I loved it, man. Uh, It, it, it definitely like it hit I don't know how much money it made, but somehow they knew they made me know that it was going to be out more than they did Shazam because, you know, they blame <laughs> Shazam. But right. I, I don't, but I, when I, the moment I, all I really saw, I didn't know what it was about. I just remember being at the gym and I was watching Star Trek on the treadmill. And then I just look up at the TV and I just see, uh, uh Nicholas Cage like and I'm like I'm in like take all my money this <laughs> what I do for my birthday I'm gonna go see this <laughs> yeah so and then I saw the then it said Renfield with that font and I'm like oh I fuck font and I'm like what the fuck like what, how come I didn't hear about this movie before and then I looked it up and I'm like oh it's a Robert Kirkman creation that went straight to movie <laughs> they didn't bother with mm-hmm. the comic and I'm like, ah, I'm in. Like, that's it. Like, I, and then it kind of feels like that. Like, the way the movie gets executed, like, little beats, story beats. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm having audio too. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear it, but um, it's throwing me off. Hold on. Yeah. But all the story beats feel like little mini arcs of, like, maybe a trade paperback or an a, a eight-issue arc. 
comic book, you know? And like I said, Aquafina, like I actually love Aquafina and everything. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what what's like I don't find that annoying, but then again, I'm also like the weird dude with a weird voice that talks a lot <laughs> and loudly. And mm-hmm. or maybe I, I empathize with them, but I, that's like I, I yeah I, she, here she actually shows some acting skill, uh, and I'm like man like she's playing some a character that's not that's more subdued, and like he said she does the Aquafinaisms, but really like I don't think she needed to do any of them in this movie to play her part right, and she played it right. Like I enjoyed her in it, like I do everything else, but I got to see another side of her acting skill here the dude nicholas holt like this is the part he's like i i think he's typecast at this point because he plays this guy everywhere like there's that movie like was it warm <laughs> blood or warm heart or something the zombie romantic comedy movie where he's like a zombie <laughs> that falls in love with some chick and so he's in that and then i, I think he did like two of those and he just always okay, plays okay. this pale like nerdy dude but here he didn't even have to worry about a love interest or anything. Like he was just there, you know? And that was yeah. refreshing. So um even the way he played like Hank McCoy, like he played it like that too. So um but yeah, it, you know. The movie itself, uh, yeah, I, I just like Kirkman doesn't give a fuck about comics anymore. So he's he's how do you say that? Cause he made a good movie, like that's it. Like he's just gonna streamline it. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, this is yeah, this is why I got into comics to just leave them and go into movies. <laughs> I, uh, wish the, I wish the servant would have been a werewolf, but I why? can't because that those the, that was the uh, vampire servants. They're they're guardians. They're guard dogs. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. So this like. If you're going by like Bram Stoker stuff, like this still fits because he's not. It, it's what happened to Keanu Reeves' character in the long run. Not so he wasn't like he wasn't like the dude that was crazy in the hospital that would eat the bugs a lot. Like he, he's he's technically like him, but he's not that guy. But he's closer to that guy than he is all the other. Guardians and all these other familiars that he had, you know. I, I figured they just needed a way to uh turn off his powers because that, that's a, a, a little bit of a plot point is that he has to activate his, his abilities. And yeah. I think uh, uh, what's his face, Holt is probably tired of wearing fur on his face at this point, yeah, probably. But what was he? What was the end where he wore fur on his face? He was beast. Literally, just oh, right. Like, I referenced Hank McCoy, Larry. Like, he doesn't know comics. He doesn't know it, who that is. <laughs> it's like, is that is that the Doctor on Star Trek? Wow, Listen, he bones first, like, first of all. <laughs> he barely. He's barely. It's Leonard McCoy for that one, Larry. You fake he's, ass bar- he, he's barely in the fur mode in those movies. Yeah, because he hates it. That's what that was my point. That's why I said Hank McCoy, not Beast. Yeah, yeah, no, I just that's why I didn't make the connection. I wasn't, I didn't know that's what. You might as well take off that shirt because you're not a good X Men fan. Oh, I'm a fantastic X Men fan. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, yeah, he's a lot like the current X Men fandom that has seen the movies. 
Oh, wow. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, son? Like, he's but anyway. Been what people are to the Bayformers now. Oh, like, the, the wow. The real Transformer fans are the Bayformer fans. Listen, don't look. Okay, Oz. I'll remember that next You're time. Gonna watch, you. You're going to watch the new one. You know you are. Uh, low key, I, I told I, I told Larry like because we, we went to see Renfield together, and when he was driving me home, like you know what, I I think I'm gonna go see it. Like, I don't want to, but I think I'm gonna go. And, and, what, and what did I say? And he's he said that I think Raymond's gonna fucking McCluskey me or something. I forgot the term he said. Be a McCluskey. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Be a McCluskey. What's McCluskey? I don't know what. The that's, what the guy, that's what the guy. That's what the. Alien says before uh, Han shoots him first. Yes, yeah, so like, <laughs> McClunky yeah. for some reason. It, yeah, <laughs> and, but he, he's gonna end up. He's gonna wake up in the theater right when the movie starts, and he's like Raymond, and Raymond's just gonna laugh at him. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't have any plans on on checking it out, honestly. Uh, but you know, like I, I haven't been to a Transformers movie since. The second one. The second I one was think, the last I one know I saw. For a fact, you saw. I think it was Darker Than Moon. Yeah. Yeah, but not in theaters. We we saw that like at my house, didn't we? You saw it. It counts. No, we saw that. Yeah. <laughs> we saw that the house. <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't. You, I didn't you, buy that. I didn't buy that Blu-ray used. All right. Like they got. <laughs> that was, that hey, was whatever. Whatever makes you feel good about it, man. I don't man. even know what the Blu-ray <laughs> is now. I don't know if I, I, I assume I left it at your house as a gift. Oh, you because oh. I knew that then you could never throw it away. Oh, jeez. And that apartment's like a hotel now. It got demolished with the Blu-ray at, at the foundation now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that Blu-ray will make that foundation stronger for the future. Oh, jeez. When the anyway. The next civilization finds it. It's like, oh, we found some religious text. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they show the, the primal Transformers landing, and that's supposed to be the future. Like that yeah, was the whole thing. Anyway. It made you think it was the past, but then you find out it's the future, and it's fucked up. And now he's showing so, up and hanging like pri- primal probably <laughs> banging RC. Also, she's in it. So, so uh, apparently, for... Mirage is a big deal because he's all over that trailer. Oh, you're talking about the beast, the beast wars, like the Maximals, yeah. Like, oh, they're landing, yeah. Like it, it, well, I don't know if it's them, but in the trailer, they show that the the meteor hitting, you know, like, like how they always showed the Transformers showing up in the Decepticons. Yeah. And I assume since they're the new Transformers, that that's what happened. You know what pisses me off is that it's like they're fighting each other and there's like no Predacons in it and like two Decepticons and then the Autobots and Maximals are fighting each other. And it's like, that. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you can't really like, you really want to shit on this. Like, I don't know why you're surprised. I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed because, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't want it to happen to me, but it did. Yeah. Yeah, getting old. Okay. Son. 
You see all the uh, young people ruining everything you used to love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sure uh the time will come when somebody's gonna make a live action movie of like Transformers Prime and then those folks will get their turn and they'll be like, wait a minute. Or I guess I gotta do Transformers animated before that. I liked that show. That was a good show. Anyway. Um Renfield. <laughs> Look. So uh yeah, I guess we were at Robert Kirkman doesn't care about comics anymore, uh, <laughs> which, you know, I mean, he doesn't like, care I, about I, killing people anymore either because they they fix that. Like that annoyed me what's too. That, what's that mean? Oh, oh, you oh, you mean like in the in, in, the, in the, movie. the movie in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very impactful scene of a of a <sighs> gruesome deaths, and then. 10, 15 minutes later, how oh, we fixed it. They're all fine. You don't I like happy endings? I appreciate the the line about the one guy when the one guy starts talking about like, yeah, we were dead and and we went places and we saw things and you could see the trauma. And yeah. okay, I like that it's it, it's a funny joke, but you're still like I don't I don't like when oh we, we fixed everything with this magic substance. <laughs> Yeah, maybe yeah. back like one or two really important people and have them, you know, give us that line. You don't need to to do that large group. Okay, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I I do feel like the the cast overall though did like I should say the main cast did a really good job with the roles so they were given. It's a lot more action in this movie than I thought. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it like, turns into a Tarantino film for a minute. Mm-hmm. But it's 100%. got choreography too, like the way they do it with the practical effects and special effects, and it works out pretty and, good. And that's probably his comic book side too, which is going crazy with the with the action like that. I think. The people he got to work for him or, or work with him kind of like knew his sensibilities. And they're like, yeah, let's just make it this way, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we I don't know who uh, did like the storyboards or anything, but they, they look very planned out and very like talk about just the colors, like how I have it here. Like they did that at different points in the movie for different things. And it was well done. It was artfully done. And that's like a comic thing. Like colors like this mm -hmm. don't really work in live action like they did in this movie. You know, mm -hmm. like it, it's just either real surreal stuff, but not like, oh, this character is sticking out from the rest of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's like mm -hmm. really no light source why, why he should look this way while he's mm -hmm. talking about group therapy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I also do like that they um, stick to the lore a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I, I came home and I was looking around like, do any of my mats say welcome? Because I, <laughs> I don't need. Right. And, you know, just right. a lot of little, little details like that. And it, it's mm -hmm. one of the things that I like to say is, and not necessarily for like 
things such as lore, like classic lore, but just movies in general that are based on something, you know, you have an amazing story with amazing details that people love. And if you're going to make it into a movie, why change all that? You know, the more the more of those details from the original that, that you can add to to your movie, it's just mm-hmm. going to make it better. You're not going to be you're not going to come up with something better than this thing that millions of people already love. And Dracula is is one of those things like you're not you're not going to make a better Dracula. Twilight tried. They couldn't. They, it didn't work. Well, but this has the benefit because it's a universal and universal owns the trademark on Dracula. So they can actually like recreate scenes from like when they're doing the flashback and they just make it look like the old movie and it's like and they play the music like when he like shows up and starts trying to narcissism him again and like they play, that's like the score from the original movie you know yeah. so they that, that adds to the feel and it's part of it is that it they they have the rights to it you know so it worked for it to its benefit you know and I think that's why I don't know. I don't think Twilight was universal, but they could have. But I mean, the whole point of Twilight was to be different, too. You know, you know. Yeah, it, it worked yeah. well for them in their right in their. What they're I mean, to it's do. it's interesting just because you know, like the the idea of vampires has been around for so long, and you know, I mean, I think people it, it's like in some ways all the monsters the classic monsters kind of fall into the bucket where sometimes people try to do something different just because, you know, the, you, a lot there, these monsters are classic for a reason and a lot of things have been done with them. But I, I do agree with you that the way that they used like the really, the, the, the vampire lore uh, and they just did it real subtle. You know what I'm saying? Like they did, like, it's not like they, you know, they didn't hit you over the head with, Oh, you have to, a vampire has to be invited in or they can't enter your your dwelling like they don't they don't even say that is they just trust the audience to know that that's something that is a vampire thing and so they make it so like they like when the the vampire is in a place already they show you like oh this is why <laughs> they were able to get in there you know and it's just like oh like you know it's like at at that point nobody even was like hey how did you you know <laughs> like they'll give you no explanation or anything like that and even like the the meeting situation they don't they don't say anything about oh he has to be invited in but when he does get invited in you know you have the reaction of the guy you know of, of the the character saying like oh no you know like because he's like you know he doesn't want him in he, there he knows and it's like it's Right, exactly, and and so it's like it's it is really cool, like how they do like trust the audience in that way, because that's something that doesn't happen a lot, especially in movies these days. Like they treat their, you know, like which look we were even just talking about that with the last review with Spider Man, Oz, where you were saying how they were like you know basically telling you the same thing that you just you you already knew, you realized it from. What had happened? Like, like you, you watched it happen, and you knew why it happened, and then they still explained it to you because I guess you know they're like, hey, maybe some people wouldn't got didn't get it, you know, and that's probably true. It's technically different audiences, right? Like, 
Renfield's a rated R movie. Spider-Man is an all-ages comic, so, you know, that's a whole different thing. But, yeah, it's like... And, and I did like how uh, they also did, like, the smoke and the bats and all that kind of stuff, which are all classic yeah, kind of... classic powers. Right. Which, and you, which, you know, like, you don't see that often these days. Like, you know, especially... Uh, well, either, either one, but, you know... But, yeah, there's a lot of lore to pick from, so... I understand why people switch it up too, because like for instance, like you know, like in my in my mind, I think of like say like Underworld, you know, Underworld. There, those vampires have some classic things, but they also have some, you know, very non traditional, non classic aspects to them, and it's cool, you know, to me at least. I like it, but you know, uh, it's good to see both exist. So, yeah. Um, how did you feel about like the the gore side of it, Oz? I didn't mind it because it was so over the top. Yeah, it's that whole like, and that's why I call it a, a Tarantino. When, you yeah, know, guy gets his arm ripped off, and it's just like gushing blood. <laughs> And then he starts beating someone with the guy's arm. So <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I it, it's, uh, it's over the top that I don't even consider it gore. That's fair. Uh, Mo, were you digging the that grindhouse kind of feel to it? Yeah. Yeah. That that like to me, like as much because it to get Nicolas Cage to be Dracula took several forms of discipline in art whether it's makeup acting uh cinematography and lighting and all that and then throwing that in there is like a juxtaposition of it too where it's like it's kind of campy but it's like yeah talking about a guy that is literally like trying decided to take over the world after feeding on it for 400 years you know Mm -hmm. so like it, it it can be ridiculous you know and yeah you know the tone of the movie itself it does have humor in it and you know it's not like horror comedy per se but it the characters mm-hmm. deal with stuff what's in front of them humor with humor so it it, mm-hmm. it, it works yeah. so it acts like how I said like it starts being gore and violence it, and it just becomes part of the fun you know yeah I know you're not yeah. a huge fan of gore, so but I, I guess you I think you had the same reaction where it's just like it becomes part of the fun because it's over the top, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely I mean and don't get me wrong, there was a scene there was scenes here or there where when something they happens. And... <laughs> they open his stomach twice. And I know oh, that because that's what like like if you're gonna open somebody's guts and get let them spill out, like that's how you would cut it. Don't ask me how yeah, I know, yeah. but that's how you would cut it. <laughs> yeah, and, that was a lot more realistic. Yeah, like even the yeah. sound, like the sound was yeah. realistic, and the way he's holding each piece in, like not moving yeah. it around, like just trying to keep it so that when it's in, it's still in the same <laughs> uh, orientation. <laughs> like it's like that. Like that. That took a little bit of, of skill to to execute that. You know, and he did it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that was definitely one of the the tougher moments. Because yeah, like you said, like that 
definitely came across like more like that's yeah it was more real than than the, like the arm ripping off a portion for example <laughs> but but you know yeah the only thing that ahead. really bugged me about this movie is um it it opens with dracula getting fucked up and so now renfield has to has to find a new hideout for them and and bring him food to recover and mm-hmm. all that and it felt like the the time point from where he gets messed up to present day felt like maybe it could have been a hundred years. Yeah. It, it may be more. And when we see Dracula, he's still really messed up, even though he's got like mm-hmm. there's like yeah. all the all this blood like pints all around him that he's obviously been absorbing. Yeah. And it feels like when he go when he gets back back up to you know looking all pretty or whatever, it's like a week later. And I'm like, okay, it took a hundred years to get to this point, and it, but then from there to there, it's like a week, and your boy hasn't even actually been bringing you shit like he's supposed to. Yeah, you're bringing him faulty blood. It it just well, but a little quick. But that's that was the thing though, right? Because he got better quicker once he got the blood he the kind of blood he needed, right? But he wasn't getting the kind of blood he needed from Renfield. Renfield was giving him like garbage. That was the whole point. Right. Right. You know, but he's like, then... I need a nun or a cheerleader or something innocent. You're giving me this, <laughs> fuck, this fucking tainted meat. I even like yeah. how he said that, where he's like, don't look at me like that. You know, it's not about the gender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of fits like his whole thing. Like, you know, I've been a monster, but really I'm a god. You know? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. for him it, it was the power of innocence. Now it had nothing to do with yeah, with who who that person was or, or what sexuality. Yeah, because he wasn't talking to him; he was just drinking the blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, shoot. Anything else y'all want to say before we rate it? I I, I would tease my rating as a five out of five. Okay, well, look, the people will be on the edge of their seats to wonder to to actually hear your actual reading. (laughs) Uh, Oz, what would you rate Redfield? I'll I'll probably do a five. I mean, uh, whatever complaints I may have said during this review are are nitpicky, and it's a fun movie. You're going to enjoy it. They don't knock down the quality of the movie. No, you know, mm -hmm. it's just. I've seen a lot of Dracula stuff, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be nitpicky, but fucking go enjoy a movie. It's fun. Yeah, and it's Nicolas uh, Cage uh, and Dracula, like right. Ooh, Dracula, <laughs> not yeah. Yeah, boy or... yeah. yeah. I think it opens so like cool. a, like a Bela Lugosi movie. Yeah, it it, it mm-hmm. they use everything. Yeah, it, it like I said, the music. Is like the they use some of the original score. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moses, can like uh, keep, can, give the people what they want. They're on the edge of their seats. What would you rate Renfield? Six out of five. Six, <laughs> oh, day, switched on us. <laughs> no, definitely, it's a five out of five for sure. And um, it, it definitely like I, I find 
the film itself I find refreshing in that there's very few like everything's based on something, and this one is it, it's maybe derived from something or influenced, but not necessarily yeah. based. And they get to get imaginative with it. And you know, this is the type of story we would get in comics and be like, oh man, this comic's really good. Yeah. And yeah. we skip the process, and then you know, then the movie comes out, and it's not as good because they try to go traditional, and then right. but this that process and went straight to the movie, and it, mm. and it gave me that feel like this is what I like when I would not really watch movies as much anymore or TV shows anymore and read comics instead. This is what that felt like. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a five out of five for me. Yeah. So I got to give Renfield five out of five as well. Man, I just it was just a good time, and yeah, I, like I can't think of anything honestly really bad to say about it. Um, you know, I definitely will say this I know this isn't the kind of movie that's for everybody, like, there are people that for whatever reason will feel like they're probably above watching a movie like this, <laughs> and you know, but I would suggest everybody give it a shot because. You know, you'll learn quickly, I think, if it's a movie that's for you or not. But the fact of the matter is, it's like, if if it is for you, it'd be a shame if you missed it. Because it's a good time. It's a real good time. Um, All right. Renfield in the books. Uh, We should talk about The Mandalorian. Y'all ready? Let me change. Change your what? My lighting. Oh, your lighting. Okay. Okay. I'll see if I can actually uh, play the, the TV thing. How about that? Let's see. Uh-oh. I'm going too far. Where's the TV? That's not videos. There it is. Oh, no. Wait, is that it? Oh, yeah. There it is. Okay. Here we go. Oh, so. Uh, no, more about gel code. When the fourth round... Don't you call it... Oh, this is good already. Oh. Jumbo scampi for limited. All right, there it is. Uh, the Mandalorian season finale uh, happened today, and so uh, I guess we should mention spoilers <laughs> for for those that you know maybe haven't gotten to see it yet, but. Uh, if like everybody here saw it though, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, folks, if you haven't seen it yet, you may want to tune out just in case we're talking about plot points or whatnot. Or if you're bored you by us, you might want to get tuned out too. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, you know, please feel free to, to join in on the convo. Uh gents, the Mandalorian. What, what did you all, or how did you all feel about this season overall in, in regards to, or in uh, comparison to the seasons previous? Let, let's start with you, Oz. Uh, I, <clears throat> I don't mind that the Mandalorian is now Bo-Katan. I, I think <laughs> she's a great character. Um, I love seeing her on screen, and I'm glad she finally got her own show. <laughs> That's interesting. So, do you yeah, really feel like 
it, it's both Ted showdown. A little bit, like Dinjarin is is still in it, I guess technically, but like it, it, it's, it's it, Katan's story at this point. You know, it's like it's like it, the Book of Boba Fett at one point became Din Din's show. Like he just took it over as soon as he showed up. Well, but there was like one episode where it was him. Like, like there was like they literally slid like an, an, a Mandalorian episode into the and Book of Boba every Fett. episode of that of the Book of Boba Fett afterwards. Like it's it's the Mandalorian, well, and it's not isn't it also like where Grogu decided not to be a Jedi happened in Book of Boba Fett too. Yes. Yeah. So it, it was like, it was a- that was two episodes that weren't about Boba Fett. No, no, but it, it's all that happens in one episode, right? I thought it was two, but like I'm, I'm pretty he sure. Has, or I'll say, well, he uh, has the fight with Paz Vizla, and nah, man, that was two episodes because on the third episode was the finale, and that's when Grogu came and helped him out with the animal friendship. <laughs> the animal friendship. Yeah, okay. with the rancor, like. Okay, I mean, listen, I I know, like, I just remember the one episode that was like all basically the Mandalorian, you and know, or not, oh, yeah, it, it it's not just that it's Bo-Katan's story because she is a Mandalorian, and right, the, right. You know, the show is just called the Mandalorian, so any Mandalorian can right. take over at any point. It's the it's the, the the side stories that they keep throwing at. Um, I don't know if it was on if it, if it was during the show that I complained about the 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 story with the with the scientist, mm-hmm. which like the episode itself was interesting. I I liked mm-hmm. the story. I, I like what was happening. It, it shouldn't have been on the Mandalorian. And it's making mm. like it, I know this is gonna happen every time I look at the new episode and it's and it's more than a 20 minute episode, like oh they're gonna give me some other crap. You know, there, there's the episode <laughs> is, where, it uh, is it is it still good? Like or is it actual crap? Like it depends. I like the scientist stuff, even yeah. though that should have been like its own thing, like its own short. Did not like the Jack Black Lizzo stuff. Like it turned into like it, it turned into like Mandalorian CSI for a minute. I like that black. I'm indifferent about Lizzo. Yeah. And you've never seen her play the flute. <laughs> I've seen her play a glass flute actually. And then no, but like rock. actually rock out like when she's on the show, <laughs> rocking well, out on the flute. Well, she didn't do it in this episode. So yeah, she did. <laughs> did she play the flute? In the I don't remember that. <laughs> I beat off there. <laughs> like, you, like you could cut out that whole. That's like twenty minutes of an episode I, that did nothing for me for this story. So it, it's just it. It's too much of that. Okay. I mean, you know, but when you read, like, well, I guess reading is the operative word, but because that's what it is. Like when you would read books. And they're trying to get something done and they have to do side quests to get it done. Like that's what would happen in the Dark Horse Star Wars. Like there, there's the overall arc, and then there's these little like side quests. And that's what this was. Like they literally were like, Hey, we'll let you talk to them on our planet, but you gotta do this for us first. You know, and that mm-hmm. that 
that happens a lot. I mean, that happens in movies and shit too, in Star Wars movies all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that we haven't really gotten to see in the Mandalorian. But if you know that, I think a third of the the Mandalorian armor book for Boba Fett is uh is that <laughs> it's this weird where he's stuck in a cave for a, a, a three months. Yeah. Yeah, but in the book of Boba Fett, I mean that's. His. No, no, about the actual book, not the the show. Oh, like, when you, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> look, it feels like that, and that's a good, that's a good look for this. Or, not, or it, it's not a bad look, I guess. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because I know for myself, I almost saw it like, um, it almost felt a little bit like that. That episode in particular felt like. Star Wars The Old Republic, mm-hmm. like the, the video game, but like, but in, in a good way to me, like, you know, like I also was kind of like, okay, yeah, they're definitely, they're trying to do one thing, they're getting put on a side quest, <laughs> but, but, things, but it was the things you're uh-huh. supposed to put in, like, like tales of the whatever that yeah. series is that came out, like, you know, the no, but it's not tales. Yeah, it's but it's, story. It's, but it's a side story with the main characters. Like it's literally what Not the, the Mandalorian and their purpose oh. for doing all of it is to uh, to get what we get at the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like the the scientists, like that whole the whole thing, like there's a lot of different reasons why you see or why that story. I informs. Didn't need, I didn't need half an hour of those characters to know that that chick was a spy. Right, but I don't think it's not just about her being a spy. It's about the fact that the New Republic is failing. And you that Moff like is trying to clone I, himself. I think we knew they were failing yeah. a long time. <laughs> well, like we've, I mean, seen, we've seen the movies. We know they, they, don't, they don't do anything. Well, I mean, we don't like I it, it kind of it fills in a gap though, right? Because we technically don't know how we get to like the first order from the end of you know, episode 6. Do we really care? I do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I care. It's, it's yeah, like about the Mandalorians, it's not you know, but it, that's the time period they live in. The trying to fill in the, the garbage that led from one movie to the next. No, but that's the thing is like you see it as garbage because you don't like the new movies. But realistically, this is also like finishing out the stuff that happened with Mandalore and everything during Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, like absolutely you're watching the third part of the the like the three seasons of the Mandalorian is essentially well I can't say the three seasons. This season is the part of that trilogy, like of what they've mm-hmm. been doing. So if I want a continuation to Rebels, I'll watch the Ahsoka show. But that's that's I agree. Again, that's another aspect of it. Now, yeah, if you it's had all the same thing, if you had the Ahsoka show and then they crowbar in Mandalorians, you'd be pissed too. And now you got a whole season dedicated to that, and you're gonna get your Ahsoka dedicated to that. I would be shocked if if. There's no Mandalorians in Ahsoka. Look, like, I feel like there will be. It's gonna have to be the 
the amount of time they spent name checking Grand Admiral Thrawn in this last episode. Well, not today's episode, but the yeah, but the one before, yeah, yeah. He he they he's gonna show up. At least Bo Katan's gonna show up, or they're gonna do something in Mandalore or Moff Gideon. Some it is gonna be some crossover. Is my point. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. Grogu getting the Mecca is kind of cool, though. <laughs> right. Uh, him using the Force. No, the Mecca's better. To fight alongside, like, two Mandalorians? Yeah. You, like, you must not be caught up. Grogu is, like, in a full-on Mecca suit. No, I saw that. Him. And then he got out of it and used the Force to fight alongside two Mandalorians. Oh, I didn't see Look, that. Look, he did... Oh, dude! Yeah, see, well, as you should mention that, so we don't, we don't spoil yeah, it. Right? It doesn't what matter. Of you so wacky. <laughs> uh, but um, that like Grogu in the in the the assassin droid is pretty awesome. Uh, it's funny that he just has like a yes and no button. <laughs> that's all. Like, I don't know why they felt like that's all he needed, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 interesting because I personally like I I think that the sentiments you express, Oz, are definitely in line with a, a certain group of people um, that have been watching this season of Mandalorian. Like, I know that, and it might even be. I don't know if it's a. I, call I don't it know if it's a vocal nerd privilege. <laughs> nerd privilege. Oz yeah. is part of the, the nerd privilege. The nerd yeah, privilege delete. They have it too good. We got too much good sci-fi. Like nobody's talking, you know, nobody's bitching about Picard because everybody's <laughs> bitching about the Mandalorian. But it's like, dude, you got two awesome shit going on side by side from two different camps. And then you're yeah. Bitching about oh, there's too many Mandalorians in the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, I I will say that you know remember I, I personally remember when you had to watch Battlefield Earth just so that they keep making sci-fi movies. <laughs> I did watch Battlefield Earth in the theater, and it was sad. We all did. Yeah, I remember, like, I feel like that was one of the, like, you know how sometimes you pick a movie and it's not as good as you think, but you're like, ah, it's okay. Battlefield Earth was one of those choices I made where I was like, damn. Like, I feel like I had to apologize to the people that went with me. I was like, sorry, <laughs> y'all. This was a bad, this was a bad choice that I made here. My bad. <laughs> yeah, bad to me. They, they went to go watch, like, Five O Goes West or some shit and left me <laughs> watch that myself as a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I you know I definitely don't think that you're alone in your opinion, Oz, and and it, you might even be like how you feel might even be a, a majority opinion just because I've seen a lot of people say that. Um, I don't know, man. I I just I I like it, and I like even the detours because I feel like it almost makes the world feel a little bit more lived in. Um. But you know, I get it, and I, you know, even the balance between Bo-Katan and uh, Dinjarin, like 
it feels it feels like a good like you know like the story makes sense to me especially considering like for him it's like he's playing the role that he's supposed to play in those moments so sometimes he's up front but sometimes he's not sometimes he's like in the background because it's like well this is like i'm i'm helping her help my people you know and so it's interesting it'll be it'll be real interesting to see where they decide to go from here because you know without without saying too much oz i feel like in some ways i don't you know obviously all this stuff was filmed before people actually got to weigh in and see and and express their opinions but in some ways with the way that this season ends it almost feels like it might be trying to speak to the people that may be the, like those kinds of critics that might be like hey let's can, can we get back to like the core of the show you know like that might be well, I don't know if they fixed it, but the way that they're the way that it ended, it very well could like the next season of The Mandalorian could very well be more similar to the the original season of The Mandalorian. Uh even though I will say that there was a lot of side stuff in The Mandalorian the first season of Mandalorian too. What were y'all going to say? Not like there's more. There's gonna be more seasons. Uh, I mean, was this supposed to be a, the final season of the show? I well, thought it. I, I don't. I know he's leading up to a movie. Oh, uh, really? Is yeah. So I, I I don't know how like far in the future this movie is supposed to happen, but like this show. Is supposed to lead into the lead into the Soka show, which I think leads actually leads into the movie. And then oh, okay, Feloni's gonna get his Rebels movie or whatever he's doing. Oh, interesting. Okay, like I don't, you know, I'm I'm just saying, like you know, from my perspective, I don't know that there's been any kind of official announcement on the next season of The Mandalorian. I just assumed that that was something that was gonna happen because, like, why not? But if they're planning a movie and you know, might you know if they have other plans or whatnot, which I, I didn't know, I didn't even know that they're making a, a Mandalorian movie. It's so, not a Mandalorian yeah. movie. I don't I don't even think it has a name. It, it's a Star Wars movie, but it's gonna be these shows are leading up to that. They're setting that up. Okay. It's a Feloni verse. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh Mo, how did you feel? You know, I guess how did you feel about this this final episode? Oh, I loved it. Like, if this was the end, like, I, I loved it. Like, yeah, I thought it was so. I was like, man, I cried. That's fair. Tight, you know. Like, this shit was mm-hmm. good. I love this whole season itself. I loved, even like yeah. the side shit. It's just more shit. Like, I remember being a dude. Where all you had was the books that I didn't read <laughs> and like wishing I could know more about it. So I would like try to get comics and things like that. And then this show is like, okay, this season, 
it's the Mandalorian, and they're giving me all this other shit that I don't have to read or find out somewhere else. Like, I mm-hmm. I, I get to see how this Repub- New Republic works. Like, watching that transition to me was great. So, yeah, I loved it. You know, like that that like that one episode with Jack Black and everything was like the one like side like that could be, but it's like I read comics. That shit happens in between stories all the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like especially if like if yeah. you read like Sandman, like that shit happens a lot. A lot of the vertigo shit, mm. that shit a lot. Hundred bullets it happens. And eventually it comes yeah. to play and you know, when it comes to play, I'm like, oh all right. That's right. That's why they needed to kill the doctor. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I agree. And I feel like you know, I don't know, like, it, it doesn't feel like a lot of stuff is superfluous to me, like, where it's just, like, there for no reason. It feels like all of it is to, like, show and demonstrate a, a you know, the, the world so that you understand the place and the setting that these people are living in and why they're making some of the choices that they make, but yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Man, what else should do we need to talk about in regards to Mandalorian? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm forgetting to, to mention or ask about something, but maybe not. Yeah, well, yeah, it might it might just, might just be time to rate it. Yeah, yeah. So five out of five for me. I'm not even, <laughs> even going to tease it this time. <laughs> Mo, Mo, five out of five for this this season of The Mandalorian. Uh, Oz, what would you rate Mandalorian? I'd give it a four. It's it's worth watching. I'm not paying anything extra for Disney. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. Like I'm definitely like I'm in the four and a half five range. And, you know, I'm just trying to think if, like, should I just be giving it just a five or, you know. What, what, like, what was the, the thing that knocked it down that half point for you? Well, I mean, you know, um, the only thing that I can say is that the, there was a poor, a, a portion of the execution of the ending that I was a, a little unhappy with and you know like I don't I don't want to spoil it um for you know for people that haven't seen it but it's just one of those things where like the the sequence of events itself was a cool sequence of events in regards to like what happened it's just more so the actual like execution of the scenes and whatnot like you know like at the the climax of the the big fight at the end i was like kind of looking for something a little bit like things and, and that's the thing like it can't i don't think epic is the right word because i think it is 
epic in 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 fact in like what actually happened i think in how it was presented wasn't pre presented in the most epic fashion and that was a little um a little disappointing uh especially in light of everything else that i had seen especially like even in just one episode like i remember you know the point in the episode where you have the um what are those? The the uh, they're not still dark troopers, right? But whatever the the troopers that he, you know, the the troopers that are the precursor to the first order troopers or whatever, mm -hmm. right? You have them fighting the Mandalorians, and you know they're all like everybody's like all jet packed up, and they're coming at each other, and that was like really epic, <laughs> and. You know what it made me like as I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, look how cool this is. And you know what it made me think about was it made me like as I'm watching how awesome it is, it's like it, it made me think about the wasted opportunity again from from Guardians with the Nova Corps. <laughs> and how it's like like the same way how we're doing this thing right here with all these people of these jetpacks, like that could have totally been like a Nova Corps fight in the same way and i'm just like man like they really messed around and dropped the ball on that joint you know what i'm saying and so um it's like that level of epicness happens in that one point in that episode um which you know i'm just like oh like this is cool like i i i like this you know what i'm saying and i'm like the way it's executed like you have people like literally with jetpacks in like it's almost like a dog fight but with people you know and it's like literally like you know you have Bo-Katan literally flying through the air with the dark saber and like you know there was a point too where she does like she changes direction and she does like a little pose in midair and it's like it's like a comic book panel you know what i mean yeah, because you know it's like it, it hits that one moment and then she like flies on and i'm like oh so cool you know what i'm saying and so it's like that and those kinds of moments that were juxtaposed with like the 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 way that they decided to do things at the very end with the fight i was like oh like you know it seemed like there should have been like some of those kinds of moments and they just they just decided not to take them you know, like the 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 panel, you know what I'm saying? Like the comic panel or the shot that's like the the shot that feels like, oh, this is the the epic movie um finale thing. And it just it didn't quite happen that way. Uh you know, but like I said, it's just an execution thing. It's not like like what they ended up doing from a story perspective made sense and it was cool and I liked the sequence of events. It was just like how like how you actually uh physically represent the the event is where i was kind of like ah, you know and so maybe that's where i'm coming in with the but you know yeah i don't even think four and a half isn't where it, it's like 4.75 <laughs> might as well be five right <laughs> you know yeah might as well be five so don't look i say all that to say you know not uh 4.95 all that <laughs> five tenths of a point. <laughs> there it is. Five, four, four point nine nine. No. 
Anyway, all right, cool. Um, anything else y'all want to talk about before we get out of here? Anybody? Anybody really? see anything cool lately that you know, or read anything else cool? Or look, yeah, I never read anything I'm, cool. I'm I'm out here. Uh, I'm playing more Midnight Suns, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm really liking it. I've been talking shit up to people on Snap since they don't give me a dumb fuck emoticon. <laughs> you make your own videos and be like, ah, yeah. dumb fuck. I just narrate the game and then talk shit to these people. So you can get that at, on TikTok if you follow us. Yeah, uh, man, you should definitely do that. Or Clapper. Or... Clapper. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I saw the okay. post that's like uh, a tutorial on how to play Snap, and then you click on it, and Smo going, "Ah, oh, you dumb fuck! You yeah. need to do this. What the hell? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> I mean, he's, he he he, look, he counted. He put he literally put all his eggs in one basket, like, and you're not supposed to do that in this game. Like, they give you three baskets, you got to get two out of three. Like, he literally was counting on that one basket to do everything, and that's not gonna happen when you're playing against me, because I I I fuck you up and I control territory at the same time. Like, that's my strategy. But yeah, he can get that. Yeah, they made alive. They just released an update for Snap, so yeah. you should definitely go mess with it if you uh, if you uh, haven't done it already. It's interesting. Uh, you know they they changed leader again, so now What's, leader yeah. la- la- leader now he plays the strongest or the yeah I think the yeah the strongest card from the other side. So before he was playing like just the one to the left, yeah. but now I think it's just he'll play whatever the strongest card is okay. from the other from your opponent that your opponent plays on the last turn or whatever. You really want people to use them? Huh? They they're trying, they're trying. I, I like I had somebody pull them out uh, on me today, but it didn't help them. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that card wasn't strong enough for them. <laughs> I finally got the Kang, so I got a little Kang deck going. It works oh. okay. But my move deck is the one that I've been murdering with. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on, I'm almost at like, I'm at 80, I think. Yeah, right now. Nice. Yeah. Damn so. Listen, I'm, I'm a crack 40 one of these days. <laughs> I'm using the Thanos deck because everybody started using it and I got mad. Yeah. I mean, I, not that I got mad, but it's like I could beat him with something else, you know? Yeah. So I that's when I started using my move deck, and that one's working. The Kang deck works, but there's some weird shit going on. Maybe that's why the update happened too, where it's like they were they played two cards on the middle section, and when I played my my Kang, I reversed time, and then they mm-hmm. didn't play it. They played it at another section <laughs> after. So it's like I oh, literally that. splintered the timeline. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's how it works. Like you can change what you do. No, they what they did. No, they can change what they do too. Oh, okay. Oh, that's retarded. 
Yeah. What's the point of having Kang if they can change what they, 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 you know it helps them too? Like Kang don't. Well, it out. doesn't help. It doesn't help them too because the what it does is it shows you what they were going to do for their final turn, right? But they don't know what. But they don't know what you're gonna do because. Right. But they they still change. They can still change it. Like right, but you can. Yeah. That's that can not, be a thing where I mean, we all have the benefit of time traveling. Like we both get a redo. Only I get to know what they did. They don't get to know what I did. But look, that that's that's a good like it's a good toss up coin. I'm glad I'm not using that king. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you should just toss Kang in decks you like, and if you want to see what might what they might be doing, like if you're not, hey, I don't know, because I think that's the whole thing where you're like, hey, I'm not exactly sure what they're gonna do. Like if you know what they're gonna do, you don't need Kang, right? Yeah. But if you don't know, you can be like, ah, you know, or like, I know, like, some people are like, hey, they might have like that Shang-Chi. So instead yeah. of playing your your card, you can play Kang and then you're like, okay, yeah, they did use that Shang-Chi. So now, you know, they have it. It's like, that might make you switch up, like where you decide to put things and all that kind of stuff, you know? Uh, I guess. Maybe I'll add it to my hella deck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't build a deck around Kang. I would have a deck and put Kang in it, maybe, just to kind of be like, oh, let me, you know, you might even be able to use it in your move deck. It, like, it might be a thing where you're like, should I move with Hem Heimdall or should I just, you know, stay in place? And, you mm -hmm. know, if you play, yeah. yeah, you can see what you do. And, you know, they're like, oh, you know. But anyway. All right. Well, look, I guess it's time for us to get out of here. Let's look. Uh, I guess we should play some final thoughts. There we go. Is that water? <laughs> Oscar, give me some final thoughts, buddy. Uh, there's no Superman and Lois this week. I was disappointed. Oh, I'm sorry, friend. Now I have to watch Mandalorian. Now you have to watch what? The Mandalorian this week. Oh, yeah. For shame. <laughs> Moses Magnum, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, man. Um, subscribe, like, hit the bell. Larry finally gave me my voice recorder, so Woo! some more WonderCon stuff coming. But you're only gonna see it if you like, subscribe, hit the bell. Uh, yeah, there's that. And then, uh, yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, folks, thank you all for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. And until then, we are the Fantastic Forum. Good night. <laughs>